Um, I remember the first time somebody gifted like 100 subs and I was just like, wow. And I was in a Valorant match actually. And I didn't have like my sub alert set up to where if somebody gifted multiple, it would only play once. So it was going and, and it was so loud. And I'm in a Valorant game where like sound is extremely important. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, but there's a clip too where this is happening and I'm just destroying everyone and I can't even hear anything. And I was just like on this high or something. And I was just like, I'm amazing. Why can't I do that all the time? <laughs> Tardux, a podcast for content creators that come on and share their experiences, stories, and advice. And today I have Harley. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm very happy you're here as well. So what we do on the pod is we start with three quick questions to, just to get the juices flowing. So are you ready? All right, let's do it. All right. First one, best thing about where you live? Mm, okay, so as much as I don't like winter, I do enjoy having four seasons. Mm -hmm. I think that if it was like one season for too long, I might get bored. Yeah. All right. Now, I already know the answer to this one just because we were chatting earlier. My next question is least favorite season of the year. Winter, 100%. Yep. I hate the cold. It makes me cranky. And I don't <laughs> like the lack of color outside. All right. There we go. And the last question is last good movie or TV show you watched? Ooh, um, I'm actually watching a show right now called Yellow Jackets. Oh, okay. It's on its second season. I think it's, um, gosh, it might be Showtime or something, but really good. It has that um, Christina Ricci in it. It's very, very kind of dark. Yeah. But I don't know. It's one of those, you can't tell quite what's going on. It's, it's keeping you guessing yeah. constantly. And my husband is really good. He's that guy who I don't care what you're watching. He always figures out the plot before everybody else. And he's always right. But this <laughs> one, he can't quite put his finger on it. So it's even better. Okay. Now it's like supernatural or is there like. That's the thing. It has like these elements to it that are making you think, is it supernatural? Or are these people just crazy? And yeah. you just don't really know. It's okay. really interesting. Yeah. And again, we're almost to the end of the second season and you still don't quite know which is the case. I kind of love that. All right. Very cool. All right. So we have Harley and we have Fatal Goddess. Where did the Fatal Goddess come from? Okay. So um, my husband started streaming first and he, well, he's, he's been video gaming for like his whole life. And Years ago, way before we even met, he was in um, like a Gears of War clan thing or whatever. And he had a name that was like, had something to do with um, their whole clan was like the Horsemen of War or whatever. And so his was something or other war. So when he started streaming on Twitch, the name that like his friends and everything helped him come up with was Fatal War. And so when I was making a Twitch just to, you know, really it was just to be in his chat yeah i was like i don't know and so between his friends and me we came up with fatal goddess awesome kind of happened that way all right makes sense 
All right. Now I have to ask you, you, you let, when I popped onto your stream a while ago before Echo came on, you sort of let it slip that she was practicing before the podcast for now. I have to ask, did you do any practice or is this just off the cuff? I did it. I did it. It is off the cuff. I had no practice at all. All right, good. You don't need any practice for these pods. We're, you know, just laid back and easy going. What did you do before you hit the, you know, go live button? What's your background? Um, so I, oh my gosh, I remember in high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I knew I wanted to do something creative like Mm -hmm. that. So that's always been a part of me. Um, but I was like, oh, I want to help people somehow was kind of my idea. So I took this class. I can't think of what it was called, but it was essentially all about, um, anything regarding healthcare, because when you think about helping people, Oh, sure. Healthcare. So I was like, do I want to be a nurse? Like, I don't know. So we had this big project we had to do. And the uh, midterm exam was basically presenting this project and everybody chose a different profession within healthcare. And you had to do this whole presentation basically about like, um, what kind of schooling does it take and just all of those little bits and pieces. So I did one on some form of nursing. I don't remember what it was, but as all of these presentations are happening and as I had done my research, the amount of schooling required, I don't care what part of healthcare you want to be in, it is insane. Mm -hmm. And then these people are paying for this schooling for like the rest of their life and essentially don't have a life because they work so darn much. Um, So I think I figured out pretty quickly that I was like, okay, that is not what I want. Um, my grandma was like, be a lawyer. You're really great at arguing. I was like, well, thanks, <laughs> but that sounds miserable too. So I just had such a hard time. I was like, I have no idea what I want to do. So my mom was like, and I could have done anything. I had great grades. I mean, I really could have done probably whatever I wanted. Yeah. But my mom was like, why don't you just check out the cosmetology school? And I was like, and I've, I've always had like long hair. So I've always done hair, you know, just for fun, whatever. I was always the girl who did that for my friends. And I was like, why and she's like just just give it a go you have no idea what's the worst that can happen go take a tour right so i went in and the director of the school first thing i told her flat out i was like i don't really know why i'm here i'm doing this more as a favor to my mom um and so she's like all right well look she's like i've had people come in before who are just like very you know on the fence about this field and she's like so let me tell you um with a cosmetology license you're not necessarily, you know, you don't have to just stand behind a chair in a salon your whole life. There are so many things that you could do with this license and do um, education. You can, you know, own and operate a salon. You can work um, on, you know, a platform level and um, do hair for the celebrities or, you know, whatever. There's so many different options. You can go into makeup, you name it. And she had this whole, like all of these, um, like, all this data that pretty much said like that's the one job that it ain't going nowhere yeah nobody's gonna let a robot cut your hair kind of thing you know what i mean um and so i was like okay there's job security here and i have options so i'm not being forced to like put myself in this box basically so there was that and then the school specifically that i had chosen um it was a paul mitchell school and they're very much about giving back and just there was this very, I felt home at yeah. home. I felt very comfortable. Like I wasn't judged. Like everybody just kind of fit no matter where you came from or, you know, what your background looked like. Um, and I really liked that. So I did that. And I always knew that I didn't want to be, you know, behind the chair forever. Um, I just didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. I knew I didn't want to own a salon because I was like, payroll sounds 
boring. Uh, yeah, yeah. I took an accounting <laughs> class in college and that was like the most boring thing I've done in my entire <laughs> life. So I was like, no, thank you. Um, so I wound up in a salon and I quickly moved up through management and I realized as a manager of a salon, I enjoyed working with the other stylists and just kind of helping them grow in their career. Um, so eventually I wound up being a general manager or I feel like it's weird that in this company, they call it a general manager. It's kind of more like an area manager, like yeah. I oversaw five different salon okay. locations. Um, so then I was helping managers grow into their role and I really enjoyed that. So eventually um, the salon brand that I work for um, is a corporation. And so eventually I moved into the corporate side and now I work in the education department. Um, so I basically train anybody on the franchise level through technical skills, um, customer service, managing their team, um, even the franchisees I do training for to help them build their teams. Um, and I really enjoy that. It's definitely not something I thought I could actually do with yeah. a cosmetology license, but I work with people um, and it's a company that one of our number one values is we are kind. So I really like that about awesome. them. Very cool. Yeah, no, my son, when he was 18, finishing high school, he had no idea. Like at 18, who really knows what they want to do for the you know, rest of their life? It's crazy. It's a tough thing yeah. to, to you know decide upon right then and there. Yeah, it's hard because it's have a whole life ahead of you, you know, right. so, and things change. Like, yeah. um, I mean, I'm still working, but now, you know, after COVID everything, I wound up, my job became a, um, so straight up work from home thing, which was really cool because I had started streaming, um, yeah. not too long before COVID happened. So that worked out oh, extremely cool. well. And little did I know that, you know, with content and with streaming, there's still a form of helping people there because mm -hmm. I feel like you have these people who come in and hang out and they're just looking for an escape, looking for somewhere to hang out yeah. where they're accepted. They can be themselves. They're not being judged. And I love that. And I've, I've watched friendships form in my chat and yeah. I just love it. That's, oh, really that's cool. awesome. Cool. And now what part of the world are you in? I'm in Michigan. So you definitely get to oh. experience four seasons then up there. Oh, 100%. Yes. Oh, I do. Awesome. All right. So now where did video games start for you? Did they start, you know, when you were younger or more later in life? Uh, I've been playing video games like pretty much my whole life. Um, my grandfather always built computers when I was yeah. younger. So we always had a computer around. And I feel like back then, like that wasn't common. Um, so I think I was lucky with that. And I grew up with all brothers and all boy cousins. So there was always a video game system around. <laughs> so um, I I was the only girl. So I played with all the boys, you know. So I've, I played on, you know, the PlayStation and Nintendo, like you name it. Um, and then when I was able to have my own computer, I think I was in, I want to say I was in the fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And I had been at my friend's house and she'd been playing The Sims. So I got The Sims. And I played that game so darn much. <laughs> my mom actually had to start taking my power cord from my PC at night because I would get up early to play The Sims before school and I was missing the bus because oh, no. I wouldn't get off of the computer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And now over the years, what are some of your favorite games that, you know, either now or back then that you just, you know, if you have a chance, you know, if you're, you're playing your last video game forever, what are you firing up? Oh, my last video game forever. Yep. That's tough. Mm. Gosh. Oh, that is so difficult. It I is? don't know. I think that as much as Daisy is a love-hate relationship, <laughs> um, the interaction that you can get would probably be the reason that I would say Daisy. Yeah. Very cool. 
And now, as of late, what are some of the games that you've been diving into? Daisy, obviously. Yeah, so I've been playing, um, gosh, I've been playing all kinds of things. Like me and, and my friend group, we always play um, off stream, like all the time. I mean, we've been playing um, Siege, Overwatch. Um, I just did the Diablo server slam mm -hmm. for Diablo 4 this past weekend um, with Echo, actually. Um, we've been doing a bunch of Project Zomboid. Um, we did some Valorant a few weeks back. A little bit of everything. Okay. But I do love um, shooters. Yeah. And now what's your take on Project Zomboid? That one looks interesting. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, we just have like a little server just like kind of for our friend group because none of us had played before. And we were mm -hmm. like, we're total noobs. And so like, let's learn this game. It's rough sometimes. It's yeah. kind of tough, um, but it's been fun. I think I am a total loot goblin. So like I like looting all mm -hmm. the things. Um, and I feel like there's this like silent kind of competition between us to see who can have like the longest <laughs> living character, you know? Okay. Um, but yeah, no, that's been pretty cool. Very cool. And now anything you're looking forward to coming out? Is there anything coming out? That's well, the thing. Diablo it's, is it's, going to be full well, at some point, but. That's true. So yeah, Diablo is coming out. So that's cool. Um, but I mean, other than that, I can't even really think of what else is coming out. I mean, there's all these like different survivor games that are kind yeah. of, you know, teased here and there, but then I don't know. I feel like they're, they're very short lived yeah. and yeah. So I feel like that next big thing hasn't quite happened yet. So yeah. we'll see. All right. So now what made you hit that go live button? Um, so my husband started streaming years ago and so he was always playing and then eventually I started playing with him while he was streaming and then we started doing this thing on Fridays um, where he called it um, we called it fatal fam Friday so I would jump on his stream with him we'd plug in the second camera and then all of his community we would get on and play and we were doing like Fortnite and you know whatever um, and it was really fun and so between him and his community they were just like why don't you try streaming you should do it and I was like I don't know <laughs> and then I just did and here we are oh wow that's awesome and now over the years since you've been doing like when was that first stream you you fired up so that was um like very end of february like probably like the last day of february in 2019 i believe all right so it's been a while now it's been a couple of years and now when you first went live because you were probably you know you know used to watching your husband's streams you had an idea of chat you're in chats and whatnot was it you know was it a different feeling knowing this was your stream now at this point yeah yeah it was totally different um i just remember feeling not exactly overwhelmed but just like i had this sort of imposter syndrome of like what am i doing here like who yeah. do i think i am but it was good it turned out really great and now did his numbers dip when you came on or, you know, did you have your, you know, was it your own community now? No. So, yeah. So um, at least back then, we didn't typically stream at the same okay. time just because um, we didn't have the, I feel like we didn't have the internet package at that point to really support both of us streaming at mm -hmm. the same time, which eventually we did upgrade. So I feel like by the time that happened and we did start streaming at the same time, it worked out to where I had sort of built um, my core community and then he had his as yeah. well. So we didn't have that like fight between people yeah um it's funny though now i know when we stream the same time like we both see it all the time where people are like oh i have you up on one screen and i've got him up on the other and we're like oh that's so cool we appreciate that and now are you close enough that you can holler things at him hey you know xyz yeah. just yeah yeah so he's um he's pretty loud and i have like and i'm i'm 
I'm more soft-spoken usually. So I have had a hard time tweaking my microphone in a way that I feel like I can be heard without him being heard mm -hmm. when he's in like, when he gets into an intense moment, he gets loud, and he gets crazy. And <laughs> so you hear him on my stream. But at this point, it's like, it's an expected thing and they love it. They think oh, it's cool. hilarious. So I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and now, you know, for, on your first streams, what games were you uh, streaming? Um, so I did, I did some Fortnite. I did Raft. I love survival mm -hmm. games. Um, I did, oh gosh, there was a Grounded. It's called Grounded. So it's another survival game and there's giant spiders in that. So I okay. know that there was some clips of that, that <laughs> yeah, when I ran into my first spider, I about lost my mind. Um, I did Valorant, um, Phasmophobia, and then of course, Daisy. Yeah. Okay. And now when you were switching up games, did you notice a, a difference in in your community your viewers or were they there you know for any game you threw on really yeah so in the very beginning i was like i'm gonna be a variety streamer that that's what i'm gonna do and then i don't know i feel like you get into these like games and you're just like you're so into it that you're just constantly playing it yeah. and so i feel like i would go through these like waves um and i would say like a lot of those core people have definitely stuck around and then once i got to day z like day z has taken my attention like no other game has like i've never played one game for so long and and still continuously enjoyed it yeah. um so i mean i've definitely gained the majority of my viewership from daisy um i think that if i left daisy would i lose a lot of people yeah probably yeah um, but those core people would stick around but i think that that's just one of the things that happens when yeah. you are streaming one game primarily yeah absolutely I put myself in a little box but at least i like my box <laughs> you're, hey, as long as you're having fun you know that's that's the most important thing and now since you started going live what's some of the harder things that you had to get used to or deal with toxic people yeah <laughs> you know what i mean um i feel like there's unfortunately just people out there who i think need a hug yeah and they really just plan their day around finding random people to troll for really? oh, who knows God. why yeah. yeah and i'm just like okay and at first it was frustrating and then i think just with some time you learn to just whatever brush it off get them out of here you know yeah. laugh at it and whatever. now give you them the time of the day that's all they want <laughs> yep and now do you ever find like you ever talk to echo or other people you you stream with is like yeah do you have this person do you find the same person who's basically going around just you know targeting oh, yeah. yeah really yeah. Yeah, oh my god 100% and it's like if you're playing with anybody specifically um I feel like a mod from that chat will come over and like just say hey by the way or they'll whisper another mod oh, okay and, um so they're pretty good about usually kind of getting ahead of that so yeah. I'll notice that like a band pops up before this person was ever even in my chat but you know oh, the mods awesome. will put like a little note on it so I'm just like cool um and ever since Twitch came out with that shared ban request Stuff, that's yeah. been kind of cool too so if somebody comes to the chat for the first time you can automatically see you know if they were banned in another stream oh cool um so that happened once with echo somebody popped up and so i just yeah. shot her a quick text message and i was like hey so and so's banning your stream do you know why and she told me and so i was like oh okay so got rid oh, of that's them. great but, yeah that's i mean really... i don't automatically ban based on that because i know yeah. it can be situational but um it's still good to know just to sort of be prepared and have your guard up for it yeah. And it's good that your mods know her mods and you guys have a good, you know, line of communication that way. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. And I feel like that happens a lot in the Daisy community too, is a lot of people are in multiple channels. Mm -hmm. Um, so if they do see something, they're quick to be like, Oh yeah, that guy just did yada 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 and so yeah. and so's chat. So oh, cool. 
All right. So something I always ask people coming on is what is your Twitch, you know, what is their Twitch partner story? What is yours? Oh gosh. Um, I don't, it's funny because I don't even remember having that moment of thinking like, I'm going to be there one day. Yeah. You know, like I just, I think I was like, I don't know. I'll have a few viewers. It'll be cool. Whatever, yeah. you know? Um, and then I don't know with time that viewership just kept growing. And, um, so the first time that I unlocked the path to partner, I was like, Oh my God, no way. So I applied. Um, and my very first response back, it turned out that I was being view botted and I didn't even know. Oh shoot. And yeah. And so they told me, and I was like, well, what do I do about that? Like I opened up a ticket and was like, how do I, like, what do I do? Because I, I don't even know. Right. And they said, you know what? A lot of times what can happen is somebody might just think they're trying to help you out. And so they do that. So the best thing that we would suggest is just letting your community know that it doesn't help you. It actually hurts you. Yeah. Um, so I said that one day and event and like I saw a little bit of a dip. And so yeah. I was like, okay, I see it now. Um, and it wasn't anything crazy, but I was just like, okay, that's cr like, I had no idea. Like, I feel like if you get follow botted, like, you know that because right. it's, pretty obvious right you get all these followers all yeah. of a sudden with all like the same name bunch of numbers and whatnot um so i was really it was really disheartening definitely but at the same time i was like okay well that wasn't my fault so i've just gotta wait and try again yeah and so i think i wound up applying again i don't know probably three to four months later got denied it wasn't like um it wasn't consistent enough so yeah. i was like okay i understand now um and i think on my fourth cry is when i got it and it was just before um two years of streaming and so oh wow um yeah when that finally happened i honestly had gotten to the point where i was i was just like gosh i'm never gonna happen it's never gonna happen but so many people had told me yes. trust me it took me three or four times or more or whatever so finally when it did i was like yeah i did it and now when did you get to notify like were you live or were you out and about no i was actually out of town for work yeah um and i had been sitting down at lunch and i just checked my email really quick and i saw it and i was like no freaking way <laughs> so i like took a screenshot and like sent it to some of my mods on discord and well, that was exciting and now do any of your IRL friends know what you do and do they understand what twitches or are they just like you're you're crazy streaming video yeah, games yeah so <laughs> Um, my IRL friends are really people I work with for the most part. Yeah. And, um, so they know they don't really get it. Like they don't, they're not gamers yeah. at all. Um, but they're very supportive. And so I was on that work trip, like I said, and so they were all really excited for me and happy for me. Um, they show an interest, which is nice. And they'll ask me, Hey, yeah. how's it going? But, um, I don't think any of them have a Twitch account <laughs> or anything like that. And that's fine because I feel like. Um, who I am at work is not who I am on stream. Yeah. Um, and so I'm okay with keeping those things very separate because um, stream me is not professional me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I have a mouth on me, <laughs> a mouth that I can't use at work. <laughs> From a streaming standpoint, when you were, you know, moving along, your numbers were growing up, did you notice any events that ha helped get those numbers up or was just a gradual increase of, you know, being consistent with your schedule and it built yeah. gradually? Yeah, I really feel like it was really gradual. Um, I mean, I had gotten some decent raids here and there, of course, and that was nice. But it's funny, it doesn't really help you that much as yeah. much people as people I think think it does. Um, you might get a couple people who stick around and sure, in the long run, that's great. That helps. 
Um, but I think it was honestly just very gradual. And it's funny because like, if you go and look at any of those pages that show like a channel's, you know, metrics mm -hmm. on Twitch, um, I can see that I can see that very gradual rise. And I do think that once I did have a more of a consistent schedule that did make a difference. Um, and that was probably one of the hardest things for me was trying to figure that out yeah. on top of working. I'd say when um, my everything for work for me became virtual, that was extremely helpful because it 100% opened up my schedule. So I stream at some crazy times. Um, I usually start streaming at 4 a.m. my time. I saw that. That's what I do during the week. Um, and the reason that I do that is because I'll stream up until I have to work. And my work schedule, it can change a lot because I do um, I do education. So mm -hmm. I'll have, there's like all kinds of different classes that we offer. And those might start at different times of days during different times of the week. So yeah. depending on the day, I might not start, you know, a class until noon yeah. or it might be 9 a.m. or whatever the case may be. So um, I'll go to bed a little bit earlier so that I can get up. Um, usually by 3 a.m. and start streaming by 4 during the week. Okay. When on the weekends, I'll start a little bit later. So I kind of screw up that sleep schedule All a right. little bit. But yeah. I, I've at least gotten mostly a consistent sleep schedule so that it's not all over the place. It works. That's good. Yeah, because I saw your, like, I think your start times were like, yeah, like you said, 4 a.m. It's like either she just is a night owl or she's huge in Europe. She has a huge following in Europe. One of the two, so. <laughs> I am a night owl, though, 100%. I've never been a morning person. Um, and since it's still dark out when I wake up, I yeah. feel like that counts, right? Absolutely. Um, but I do feel like I have quite a bit of, like, I've got a lot of people from the UK, a lot of people from Australia. Mm -hmm. um, so I do have quite a following on that side of the world. Yeah, because I was just going to ask you, you know, starting at 4 a.m., do you, do you notice that, the majority of your crowd must be from, you know, because you're not getting a lot of North Americans at 4 a.m. in the morning, probably. Yeah. yeah. And, and the ones I do, I think um, they definitely work like that, um, like that later shift. Mm -hmm. um, I get a lot of people who are watching me while they're working. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Or people who jump on, okay. you know, while they're getting ready for work kind of thing. So that's pretty cool. Oh, neat. And now over the years, like we talked about your raids a little bit. What were some of the bigger raids that really stick out? Because you go from, you know, X to now a big raid of, you know, maybe triple X or bigger even. Yeah. So um, I know, I think probably the first big raid I got was a smoke raid. And I remember, gosh, I think, I don't know. It was like a few thousand people, yeah. you know. Um, and so I was just like... <laughs> It's funny because I there's a clip of that, and I can't believe how calm, cool, and collected I looked on the surface because I know that's not what was happening in my head <laughs> by any means. Um, but I was so like I was proud of that moment that I was just so like, oh hey, hi, hi, thank you so much, you know. <laughs> um, so that was the first like big raid I ever mm -hmm. got. Um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because that's you know somebody's bringing their house party, which you're you know you're in your one bedroom apartment for your stream and now somebody's bringing their mansion to your place and you know, <laughs> chats blowing up and having to just like you said be calm and you know keep it all together inside you're um, like holy crap yeah yeah i still like i said my face did not show what i was actually feeling yeah. at all <laughs> awesome and now you know since you went live what have been some of the sort of moments that really stick out as you know really great memories gosh um there's been a lot, honestly. I mean, um, I remember the first time somebody gifted like a hundred subs and I was just like, wow. And I was in a Valorant match actually. And I didn't have like my sub alert set up to where if somebody gifted multiple, it would only play once. 
so it was going and, and it was so loud and i'm in a valorant game where like sound is extremely important mm -hmm. I don't know how, but there's a clip too where this is happening and I'm just destroying everyone and I can't even hear anything. And I was just like on this high or something. And I was just like, I'm amazing. Why can't I do that all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, and anything else that sticks out? Uh, honestly, I think just, you know, just meeting people yeah. um, in game that have now become, you know, really good friends to me. You know, for example, Echo, mm -hmm. um, she's, She's like my best friend. Yeah. I mean, I talk to her every single day. I text her every single day. Um, so I'm so grateful to have met people like that, you know. Um, just the people, the relationships, you know. Ben Fruit has become a really good friend to me. Um, he's one of the, actually, he might be one of the first people that I ran into. Oh, really? That I had like a really like just funny interaction with. Um, I had been in playing Daisy for, I don't know, a month. I don't even think I had watched any Daisy streams yet. Wow. So I didn't know who he was. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just a really funny interaction. I can't even remember how it went, but I just remember this one moment where <laughs> we're in the prison in Daisy, Livonia. And we both were like going in and out of the cells, like taking shots at each other. And we both had shotguns. And there's this moment where we both peeked at the same time. We both went to take a shot and both of us, it was just a click, click. Like we didn't have any <laughs> ammo left. And it was the funniest moment ever. Like I remember us both just cracking up about oh, how God. awkward it was. Um, and you know, here we are a few years later and I mean, he's a great friend, so yeah. I'm glad to have, you know, run into him and had that interaction too. Oh, that's so cool. And now have you met any of your other creator friends in real life yet or really just? No, not yet. And I think a lot of that is just COVID yep. happened for, you know, all of that. And I feel like it's just been this past year really that things have started to normalize again. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know for me, it's just, you know, during COVID, like I got laid off for a little while. So yeah. funds got tight and I feel like we've just started to get back to that point where I feel like I have breathing room mm -hmm. again, <laughs> as far as money is concerned. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope to have that happen. We really wanted to do TwitchCon this year. Um, but, oh my god travel is insane and of course they it did is. las vegas which is like the most oh. expensive place mm -hmm. to visit so i'm just like gosh like could i swing it maybe but should i is like yeah other story so um but if it doesn't happen then we definitely have plans oh good excellent yeah i've heard of a lot of people you know vegas is expensive everyone's like hey where should i stay and everybody's saying Try to rent a house with you know three or four other people is your your best route because of this hotel rooms are just ridiculously priced and and nobody can get yeah. anything. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we've heard as well. So um, I know we're we're kind of looking into it and seeing, yeah. but I think for for me it's not it's not just me. It's my husband too. So yes. like you're talking two plane tickets mm -hmm. and you know everything else. So um, plus eating out there alone is probably oh god like, yes insane. That's mm -hmm. probably my rent for an entire month. Yep. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> absolutely so now from a daisy standpoint how what was your path to daisy how did you end up finding that game was it through your husband or yeah so okay. i really like survival games mm -hmm. and then i really started um getting really into shooter games too and he used to watch a lot of greek god x and so he was watching him one day and i was just kind of passing by and he's cracking up so i stopped to see what he's watching we ended up watching him play daisy but while he was playing he was running around as a fresh character completely naked mm -hmm. 
just having random fist fights and it was just so funny like all of the banter we were cracking up and he was like we have to try this game and i was like yeah we do um and it was just about his birthday so he wound up getting like a 200 steam gift card or something mm-hmm. for his birthday so he bought the game for both of us um go figure the game went on sale four days later of course yes love it um and so yeah we jumped in and started playing we had one of our friends jump on and play with us and we were awful um i remember (laughs) we spent the first day and i was glad because we did this on stream so this was cool um i had a um person come in who knew daisy very well and was trying to help navigate us all to each other we spent probably 12 hours playing and I think we found each other one time for like a solid five minutes. Uh-huh. And I feel like I was on the beach of Chinaris like the entire time. Um, so we had no idea what servers to play on or, you know, how to do any of that. And so it was, um, it was a shit show, yeah. but it was fun. <laughs> it can be daunting if like I was trying to get two of my other friends play, they're playing it for the first time and like, all right, where are you? I, you know, I don't know. What do you see? I, you know, it's, I see yeah. a house or it's like, oh God, this is, yeah. But it could take hours to just yep. try to get get to each other. Yeah, and as a new player, everything looks the same. Mm-hmm. You're like, I have no idea where to go. So you're trying to not starve at the same time right. as not, you know, die to other people, let alone trying to figure out if you're in the same area. And like, if you're on the coast of Chinaris, one person could be one mer- one place seeing things. Yes. Somebody else is somewhere else seeing those things. And you think you're seeing the same things, mm-hmm. but you're not. You yep. are literally miles away from each other. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So what what is the hook Daisy has on you that's been you you know has been sucked you in for so many years for playing it? I feel like the interaction is a big part of it mm-hmm. because every conversation is different, yeah. right? And I mean, sure, some interactions suck. Sometimes people suck, mm-hmm. but when you do have those fun ones, those crazy like people that you just run into and you just have the most wild you know adventure that is just so out in left field that you're cracking up the whole time like is this real life what's going on right now (laughs) that is so much fun and with that i think that it makes it just it's always different Mm -hmm. i mean no day is exactly the same um so i do enjoy that a lot yeah it is it's it's definitely a unique game and now what was the hardest thing for you to learn playing this game um honestly not to let the assholes get into my head yeah Probably. Um, I know a couple months in, I, I took a little bit of a break from Daisy because I was just like, and I think a lot of it too was the fact that I'm a woman. So somebody would hear that I'm a female, they oh. automatically think you're bad at the game. They automatically want to um, just kind of be toxic to you because they want to, yeah. I don't know, be mean, be bullies. I don't know. Um, and so So I realized that I needed to kind of like toughen up a little bit and just like not let it get to me. And so when I came back, I came back with that mindset of, you know what, I have thick skin, like in real life, I can have thick skin in this game too. Um, And so I did that. And so that's nice. I mean, sure. Do sometimes people just suck and, you know, kind of put you into a bad mood totally, but all being human, I guess. So that was definitely the biggest thing to overcome. Yeah, I bet it is. And even even today, I'm still blown away by like a lot of the female streamers that have come on, content creators, and I, I'm just blown away that you you still have to deal with that. With you know, yeah. I just it it's mind boggling. Yep, it's crazy. Um, I I mean, gosh, as recently as like a couple of weeks ago, you know, you run into somebody, um, they hear your voice, you're a female, they think you're new at the game. 
immediately. Um, they don't think you can PVP. Yeah. Um, so I, I was playing, I was trying a server offline and, um, I, so I ran into this guy and that's totally how he acted. You know, like I had no idea he wanted oh, to give okay. the other guy the guns and everything else. So I went and looted and found my own stuff. Um, it was just me and these two other guys and, yeah, I'm the only person who got five kills out of that. And they were like, wow, you're savage. And I was like, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> but it was just so funny because their initial response was like, oh, she's a girl. She can't play. She doesn't know how to how to PVP. So I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to show them. Yeah. And so that's very satisfying when that works out. And it's it's so ignorant because, you, you know, you just look at, you know, from a Twitch standpoint, all of the ladies that are streaming this game and you know and they're bad ass right exactly yep totally it's just i don't get it and now if somebody was picking up the game for the first time what would you recommend for them how you know what would they should they focus on first to learn i feel like just starting off understanding how to survive yeah <laughs> how to get food you know, things like that. I think people just very much rely on looting canned food and things like that. And you're not always going to find that, yeah. you know, you might have that luck where you're looting behind somebody forever. So you better figure out how to fish if you need to, how to hunt down your food if you need to. If you need to go grab a chicken, go grab that chicken, uh -huh. right? Um, as long as it's not Joe's chicken. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, you have to be able to survive the elements first. Yeah. That and know how to block a zombie hit. Yeah. It, this is one thing I absolutely love about the Daisy community. The fact that, you know, Joe's chicken is everybody knows about it. And when she was on, I think it was Ariana said, ask her about her cock. I was like, what? <laughs> I can't. That's just not right. No, it's like, OK. All right. And yeah, it was it was too funny. I can't see a chicken and Daisy and not think about Joe. Yep. Absolutely. It's just natural. Yeah. And, and then Senny, I see a potato. Potatoes are friends, according to Senny. <laughs> okay. um, they're not to be eaten. So now that's what I think of when I see a potato. <laughs> uh, we have our weird little things. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shoot. And now what is your starting strategy? You know, you, you're just, you know, you woke up and you're playing Daisy. What, you know, what do you try to focus on first? Um, caffeine. Because, <laughs> because I don't know, I, you know, some days are great. Some days I'm just like, yes, I'm finding all the things I need to find, yep. you know. Um, some days I will start off with just kind of a solo run just mm -hmm. to, I don't know, just to wake up and talk to chat and things like that. Yep. Uh, but then some days I'll, I'll like immediately, you know, you run into a group of five crazy people. And so then you find yourself in this crazy group and you're just like, rolling with it it is what it is so yeah. i i wouldn't say that i have any one strategy that i really go with um i know always a little bit different yeah. i just kind of let it let it flow yeah absolutely and now do you play or um yeah i guess do you play any of the events that people run i try to play like all of them oh, cool. i love them they're yeah. super fun um i'm so excited for queens of the castle three coming up mm -hmm. um the first one was awesome i had such a good time i was on the blue team um, my team held the castle for like most of the time it was so so great um then the last one my internet oh, no. died on me at the very end the server was lagging so i know ariana picked a new server this time so that's gonna be exciting mm -hmm. so on top of the server lag and then my internet dying i just had 
terrible luck. I still uh, had fun. I still enjoyed my team, so that was cool. Mm -hmm. um, but this time, I'm excited because Echo and I actually got the same team. Oh, cool. So that was pretty cool. Um, and my husband actually gets the Shoutcast oh, for nice. this one, so he's really excited, too. Um, so we got... I have um, headphones that have sound suppression. Mm-hmm. And I usually don't use it, but when I do use it, I literally, like, he could be screaming next to me and I would never hear him. Um, and we're, so we're in the same room. So I got this room divider and all of this stuff <laughs> oh, wow. set up um, so that he's essentially not even going to be in my world because I know he's really excited about that. And um, I think it's going to be pretty cool. So. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, I had, like, when I first brought on the Daisy content uh, streamer, content creator on, I had no idea about there's all these events you guys have. And it's just, yeah, it's so cool. The community is fantastic. Yeah, the, the events are, are a lot of fun. I think it's just, um, you know, even if you're not winning, it's still an experience. Mm -hmm. um, I've had so many, so many fun events. Um, the War of the Survivors was awesome. And I mean, yes, we did win. So that was pretty great. <laughs> but... Um, in general, the whole dynamic of it and just playing with, you know, people that, you know, mm -hmm. and sometimes people you don't know is really cool because you just really expand um, your circle mm -hmm. of people. And so it's just cool to meet other creators. And sometimes it's people who don't even, you know, stream that are playing, too. So it's cool to hang out with people from the community yeah. in general. Oh, very cool. And now over the years, what are some Daisy moments that really stuck out? Was it the Queens of the Castle win or something else? Yeah, so I didn't win Queens of the Castle, but we did hold it for a really long time. Okay. I um, There was a lot of success there. got a lot of good kills. So that was very feel-good. Um, and I think Senny's the one who actually took me out in the end there. I, I changed position, and I shouldn't have changed position. And that's the thing. That's what you always remember. Those are the moments. It was the thing that when you look back, you're like, I should have done this mm -hmm. and not this. But in the moment... It happens, right? Because yeah. you, you're in that moment. You, the adrenaline's high. You know, it's crazy. Um, so I will always remember that moment. But um, <laughs> GG's to her because it was, a, it was a clean shot. It was a really clean shot. She had such a good peek on me. Um, I mean, gosh, I remember um, that moment with Ben in the prison and <laughs> that quick click. Um, I, gosh, I remember um, taking Lax to <laughs> Lancia for the first time um, was absolutely hysterical. I remember we needed another locator or something on the mall to get to Lantia. So we're all in um, this place called A3. And uh, my husband, DJ, was with us and with somebody else. So they had to leave A3 to go get another locator. And so when you jump back through the orb to get there, you can spawn anywhere, like mm -hmm. in all kinds of random places. And so we all had armbands. So Lax was afraid that he was going to accidentally shoot one of them when they came back through. It was just really funny, the panic. And this guy jumps through and there was like this moment of lag where Lax mag dumped. I mean, an entire mag. It's silent. Somebody spawns in. He mag dumps and the guy's just standing there and we're like, what's, what's happening? And then all of a sudden the guy just flops over and you just hear lags he's like i got him i got him and it was so funny and he was so happy that it wasn't dj and it was just just moments like that yeah. where daisy does a weird thing whether it's lag or it's a bug mm -hmm. i don't even know i got stuck underneath of a helipad with somebody once um it was ben for its wonderful idea i don't know why i listened to him <laughs> to go underneath the helipad on the rooftop of um research in the malls which is a really like intense area a mm -hmm. lot of people go there um so it was me him and my friend peach and somehow peach and i wound up like stuck on each other 
and we're stuck underneath this helipad like spinning around for a solid 20 minutes oh my god and we could not get out and it was so frustrating but it was so funny um so the moments we hate are the moments we love yeah and and you can't disconnect or you don't want to give up because then you start over again. You lose all your stuff and the adventure. Never give up. Right. I I will go until every single one of my vitals are flashing red before I give up. Yeah. I'm typically the last person to F11 because maybe I'm just stubborn mm -hmm. um, or maybe I'm optimistic or a little mix of both. I don't know. <laughs> awesome. And what flavor of a Daisy server do you like to to go into? Um, first person, um, the more hardcore, the better. Yeah. I don't like base building. Um, <laughs> one of the first times I played, I tried to do a base. Okay. Um, I found this little barn and I was like, cool, I'm going to build like this wall gate thing. And this barn is going to be my base. So I started building it from the inside and I didn't have the proper tools to dismantle that <laughs> gate. And so I built myself inside of this barn that I couldn't get out of. And oh, I was wow. like, yep, that's it for me. <laughs> yep. I'm done with this. Um, but I did find that I, it, it put me, you know, outside of my comfort zone mm -hmm. to not have a base to hide in. Yeah. And there's more interaction that way. And so I enjoy the fact that it's one life. You don't have all the stuff that you can just run back to and gear up really fast. Like, I think the gearing up process is part of the fun. Yep. Absolutely. And now what is, the you know, do you re remember the longest life you've had? Gosh, I've been asked that before. I have no idea exactly, but maybe um, there was like a two week period on Essacher, um that it was me, my husband and one of our friends um, that we had, we ha we happened to run into him. And so we just kept surviving yeah. and, and we just were, it was great. It was awesome. Like, you know, we we're getting all of these kills and we were just like as rich as we could be. <laughs> um, and you know, an eight hour run would happen and we we're like, all right, well, I'm going to log off. All right. We want to log in together next time. Yeah, sure. So we kept doing that. And it, it was probably like a solid nearly oh, two wow. weeks before the finally ended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there a particular map you enjoy more than the others? Nomalska is probably one of my absolute favorites. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for a variety of reasons, one being the size of it, there's a lot of interaction. There's like three places you can spawn up north. So you're constantly running into people. Um, the elements, you know, the, the hardcore weather system mm -hmm. is rough, like with the blizzards and as painful as those blizzards can be it adds a different element to the survival right um so it's not just about zombies and about players and about food yeah. but you have to not freeze to death literally so there's that plus there's you know just the objectives of you know going to a3 and doing all that stuff that makes it fun too so i enjoy that um and probably the same reason i enjoy is tech again smaller there's yeah. objectives um and that's just a really fun pvp map in general cool and now daisy seems like it's a great game to stream whether you play alone or with others. It really is. And again, it's that interaction. Yeah. Um, I do think that, you know, you get a lot of people who like to lurk in the chat, but I get it too because I'm a lurker, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to DayZ, because it's like you're watching this movie right. play out. You know what I mean? Like when you run into somebody, it's just, you're constantly wondering like, what's going to happen? Is this person going to survive? And, and then there's like this person that the streamer runs into and they become like your main favorite character. And, you know, so it's just, it's really exciting to see how things play out. So yeah, I love that. Awesome. All right. And now who are some of your people you normally roll with in the Daisy space? Um, so obviously Echo, you know, she's like I said, that's you yeah. know, she's my best friend. Um, so I very much enjoy playing with her. Um, 
let's see i run into ben a lot on the malls because again small map there's like mm -hmm. three spawns um i feel like when you play at the same time as other people do on the same servers like you're bound to run into a lot of the same people so um i've met you know a lot of people there's um a streamer named peach who um i've run into a hundred times um another one miss assault he goes by cletus in game um he's become a really good friend um so i enjoy running into him yeah. Gosh, there's honestly too many people to name. <laughs> there's too many people to name. I it's, truly, um, I don't want to like leave anybody out, right. but everybody. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> and now when you, when you stream with Echo, how like, you guys start off on a new server, how, you know, what's your strategy of like, you know, getting together? Do you guys rush to get together first or do you gear up and then gradually? Usually, I mean, it, it kind of depends on the situation, but usually we'll try to kind of start off together. Yeah. So you're, you're on that come up together. Sometimes though, like we'll jump into a server one of us has played on previously. So one of us might be oh, starting okay. geared. So it's like a process of getting to um, each other and then whoever's got the gear yeah. is usually sharing the gear, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd say typically we try to start off as quickly yeah. with each other as we can. All right. And now I see you're part of the survivors. Do you want to talk about, you know, what that is? Yeah, so the survivor stream team, it's, you know, a bunch of people who enjoyed survivor games um so it's not even just necessarily people who are playing daisy um like for example um broccoli broccoli's on the survivors and he's doing a lot of projects on void lately another survival game mm -hmm. um so it's a those like-minded people um and it's a really great group honestly um it was started by the running mans you know way back when mm -hmm. and then um amish said has taken it over joe helps to run it um i feel like i think of joe as is amish's <laughs> manager when it comes to the survivors um <laughs> But I don't know. Everybody's just really kind, supportive. Um, it's a place where everybody, you know, there was just like a birthday last week and you just see everybody. Hey, happy birthday. Hey, you're great. Um, Dr. Dreis is one of them as well. And, mm -hmm. you know, he put out this big post about just being thankful to have met everybody. And just the kindness mm -hmm. and the respect in that group is it's nice. Yeah. Really nice. Excellent. I appreciate it. And then you also have the ladies as well, right? And yeah. Now, what yeah. is that? How would you describe that? <sighs> It's awesome because I feel like the number of women who have um, just started playing Daisy and become part of the community has just grown so much. I feel like it really started with the first Queens of the Castle event. Yeah. Um, I, I remember thinking like, gosh, is there actually that many of us who play? Um, and there was, and it's continued to grow. And I feel like that event was this like calling to other ladies who are playing to say, hey, we're all here. We're all here to support each other you know, you can play and you don't have to be afraid to be yeah. that female out there because we all know what it's like. And I feel like it's helped to very much normalize women playing Daisy. Mm -hmm. And so it's not as often that you run into those people who act like shocked yeah. to hear a woman's voice, you know? So yeah. that's pretty cool. Awesome. And now away from streaming, you know, when you're, you know, you sign off for the day, what are some of the things you like to do? Um, so I like to play a lot of offline games with my friends. Yeah. Um, a variety of things i mean literally everything from overwatch diablo project zomboid valorant siege what else have we played we've played all kinds of things i don't even know um so there's that and then you know just kind of hanging out yeah. relaxing um yeah. do you ever go back to the sims 
I have not gotten back into The Sims <laughs> in quite a while, mostly because I'd probably have to uninstall like three games to have yeah. room for it, to be <laughs> honest. But I heard rumors about like a new Sims happening eventually. Like, what are we on? Sims 4 right now or yeah, something like that? So. so maybe maybe there's like a Sims 5. I don't know. So when that day comes, it'll happen. Yeah. All right. And we know you're not doing anything out in the snow because you do not like that no i don't really leave the house during the winter <laughs> if i can help it yeah i just i'm not a fan we're not okay. gonna see you skating out on the lake or anything no, no no it's weird i did that as a kid yeah i don't know what changed i think maybe <laughs> um as i grew up and my brain matured i was just like why the hell am i out here or something i don't know yeah. <laughs> awesome uh any sponsors you want to give a shout out to or anything like that madrina's coffee is um the savior of my life every single morning um, i've always been a big coffee drinker and then um, i learned about madrina's actually through echo and um i ordered my first bit from you know using her code and i was like gosh this stuff is good and then they had the whole bean coffee which i'm a hot coffee drinker a lot of the mm -hmm. time so um i actually had this <laughs> this coffee grinder that i had gotten as a wedding gift that i never opened it had literally been sitting in a box in my kitchen for five years. <laughs> oh, um, and so I was like, oh, my gosh, I can actually use this thing now. Um, I have saved so much money not going to Starbucks. Yeah. I love it. It is the best. It is delicious. And it is the only way I'm waking up to stream at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, 4 a.m. That's, that's got to be because, you, you know, 4 a.m., you got to be on. You can't just be like, you know, sort of dragging it. And mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So um, sometimes I'm slow to wake up. Mm -hmm. But. Cats got my back with that. They love to play sound alerts to scare the hell out of me. Um, I have this one that's like, it's like this ghost shriek. It sounds like a banshee to me. And it is like an absolute adrenaline shot. If there ever was one, it yeah. will wake you up like that. At four o'clock in the morning, somebody firing yes. that off. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And your heart's racing and you're not ready for it, but you're awake now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, anything you got you're looking forward to this upcoming year? Uh, besides the warm weather. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. I don't have any crazy plans yeah. really. Just living life, yeah. enjoying it. I feel like every year goes by faster. You it know does. what I mean? So um I just kinda wanna enjoy each day as it comes and sort of let whatever happens happens as it happens. So um, yeah, I'm just trying to enjoy it. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Harley. It was really nice to meet you. But before you Too. go, though, you've got to shout out somebody who you think would be a, uh, a good guest to come on. Oh, you would really enjoy having a conversation with my husband. Yeah. Okay. It'll work. All right. He is, um, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe him. He's crazy in the best way. He's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that'll be a fun All conversation. Right. We'll get him on then. Well, thank you so much for doing this. And you have a wonderful evening. Thank you. You too. Appreciate it.